Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ruthie. Rory. We're doing the Zoom kindergartens. Ugh. Millions of people are Zooming their educations. And I do want to say this. Everyone right now is having different experiences with their Zoom educations. I just want to highlight those educators out there that are going above and beyond and doing what they can at a time when things are batshit crazy and they're pivoting to make it as educational as they can for children. A hundred percent. While you've been helping your five-year-old with kindergarten, I've been helping my mother learn how to substitute teach on Zoom. What is that like? Uh, it's like Apocalypse Now meets The Room meets Grey Gardens. Ugh. She didn't know how to copy and paste. God bless her. Yeah. You know? But that was Good a whole her. thing. That was a challenge. But she's got it now. I'm 40. I don't know how to. <laughs> I can't ridicule or judge her in any capacity because I know nothing. Well, it turns out that like a lot of senior citizens now know how to use their phones. Yes. And like can use like the touch screen for everything. But then yep. I was like, yeah, just you just go to your trackpad, highlight, right click. And she's like, trackpad? What is a trackpad? And I was like, okay, we need to buy you an external mouse. <laughs> What's an internal mouse? I know. I wish um I wish that she and Elliot could just swap and she could be in <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> also substitute teaching over Zoom is a whole other layer of teaching. It's like, a nightmare. The kids are already like, "Oh, that's the teacher on Zoom." And now it's like, "Oh, that's the substitute teacher." People yeah, like uh delete like leave classroom <laughs> yeah. like immediately. People shit on the substitute in person. I know. I know. Over Zoom, does your mom still wheel in a television that has a, <laughs> that's a VCR the safety yeah, belt that's on the strapped top. on and the VCR <laughs> DVD player underneath it? <laughs> Our guest today on the podcast. Um, this is one of my favorite people, one of my favorite guests, one of my favorite comics. Someone who, when I hang out with, it's not often enough. It's oh, it's like once a year 
but it truly is like a Christmas present and it's an insane ab workout. Getting to hang yeah. out and listen to Tig joke around is the absolute best. And uh, we got to do it for an hour. Her um, delivery is everything. It's everything. So good. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Tig Nataro. Tig, here's the thing. I want to believe that you're just really far away and that microphone is super close to the camera <laughs> and there's no possible way it's actually that big. <laughs> believe whatever you want. But for the dad podcast, I got the daddy mic. really puts ours to shame. That. Thank you. It really um, does. Wait, hold on one second. Speaking of dads, I need to um, yeah. talk to my roommates very yeah. quickly. Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Guys, you're not... You're not following the plan we had. I said you could snuggle under the sheets if you're quiet. And now you've appeared and you're um, being loud. So you have to go in the hallway or your room or go downstairs. You have to. Because this is a very important work assignment I have. You're going to snuggle? Okay, but it has to be quiet. Just for all of our listeners to give you a visual, <laughs> the two boys that she's talking to My are, in, are in their Your underwear roommates. and everything she just said, they just looked at her like, this is the first we're hearing of any of this. Of silent <laughs> snuggling. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. almost like, we were never informed you were working. We were never told we couldn't be loud. <laughs> How is this a job? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what we do you just mean? just talking to that big microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have no idea what I do because every now and then I leave to go work in, in outer space because I'm on Star right. Trek. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I sometimes go tell jokes into a microphone. And then most recently, I was green screened into an action film and I flew a helicopter. So I had a helicopter job for a while. <laughs> I think they think I just bounce around odd job to odd job. And when and the word odd you're in this case is really odd. I have a job like no others. It's yes. highly fictionalized. And sometimes I get on my computer talking to a huge sponge and uh, and then call it a day. And somehow we all stay afloat. Do you like with oh stuff like uh, Star Trek? Do they get to see any of like what that turns like? Do you when you leave to go do a job? How what's your limit on what you share with them of like seeing you and at your job? Well, I don't have a limit. They have a limit. Um, anytime <laughs> one of my specials or my old TV show One Mississippi pops up on Amazon. They do the whole wave it like no 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 <laughs> yeah swipe swipe swipe, swipe. It they're out. looking for Paw Patrol or Octonauts um, uh, or Lego Movie and yeah. um, but they're interested in in Star Trek and they want to see that but they as soon as I come on the screen or any person or alien they or actually they're interested in the aliens. But they really yeah. want to see the spaceship flying through outer space. So that's what we fast forward to. I'll try yeah. and show them, or Stephanie will say, uh, they call me Mare, which is French for mother. And she'll say, look, there's Mare. And they say, but we want to see the spaceship. And so we look at the spaceship flying 
just floating through outer space. And do they? Is there any part of them that's like? So now you're on that. You're in. You're in that. Doing that. Or are they like? No, they just want to see the space. They don't care where I am. They just want to see the spaceship. Guys, the silent snuggle does not seem to be working. You need to put the sheet over your head. We should just give them microphones. How, how old are they now? Almost four and a half. Four and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah. When was the first time they saw you on screen? Like, did, I, I guess maybe with kids now, since they, they watch phones and tablets and we can all take video of each other it's like it maybe it doesn't even register it's, yeah it's right truly nothing i guess that's when the reality that you come up in there's probably nothing at any point in your i mean i there's a part of me it's like maybe they become adults and you win some very prestigious award for something that only then they go well now that's neat like no you know right now no. if my parents, i don't think anything <laughs> You think these, these two ghost <laughs> heads in my bed snuggling? They're twenty five, just still in their boxer briefs, unwilling. <laughs> they have sheets to get over their heads right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like you still think, swiping. Watch here, I'll try it, guys. I won a very prestigious award. Okay, the answer was, but Finn is tickling me. Okay, yeah. there's no tickling. It's silent snuggling, or you have to go out into the hall or in your room. Oh, I love that they're um, willing to just be... Like, there's no toys in that bed. They're just willing to be in there. Well, no, Elefante and Lammy are in there. Yeah. There's Elefante. How did you get Mare? How did you land on trying to figure out what you wanted? Did, was that like a conscious yeah. decision that you were like, I am Mare, well, Rory, call me Mare? I am part of a family with two mothers. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so, Stephanie was um, mom or mommy. And somehow, we had no idea our children were um, backwoods uh, country folk. But they, we don't know what happened. But they've started calling her Ma. <laughs> and we don't know of any show they watch that um, says that. But I figured I would just, my family's French, and that felt like some sort of connection to something. Yeah. To have right. uh, Mare as my name. I love it. I remember at one point, and I, I don't remember when this was, Tig and I uh, have a great relationship of running into each other one time each year at a very mm -hmm. random uh, place. But there was one time before they were born that you told me that you loved the name Sheriff for a kid. And I have never yeah. forgotten that ever <laughs> to the point where I asked my wife, can we steal that? <laughs> I think that? you told I me I think that. I wanted to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the birth announcement would have been there's a new sheriff in town. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So and, good. Even yeah. if it, and, ev and everybody was like, but what if it's a girl? And I'm like, all the better. What do you mean, what if it's but a girl? But also, Picture it works. Yeah, little ponies. Of course. Picture a little yeah. baby with little pigtails and a diaper toddling towards you, and it's Sheriff Notaro. Yeah. Yes, please. And you make her wear, like, the yes. Sheriff star badge thing at all times, no matter Pinned what. Pinned to her skin. Yes, a tattoo, a very young times. tattoo. <laughs> you guys didn't end up going with Sheriff, though. 
Well, no, because Rory's probably talking about a time. Well, actually, Stephanie was kind of open to it. Yeah. But I think mm. it was probably a time before Stephanie and I got together. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was trying to, and, and I was on the path of having a child before I met Stephanie. Right. And then when I met her, she happens to be 15 years younger than me. And I was so <laughs> scared to tell her that not only was I considering it, I was in the middle of the IVF process. Right. And I had just come out of having invasive cancer. I just didn't look like a really great candidate to, <laughs> to, to you know, like, oh, I'm going to hook up with this old lady that's going through IVF and she has this deadly illness. Um, yeah, I'm going to hitch my wagon oh my to that. And so... I didn't uh, tell her. I mean, she knew I had been sick. Yeah. But I didn't tell her that I was <laughs> that I was injecting also. my stomach with needles and my thighs. You know, I'd have to they were all when you're in, doing IVF, you're um you're on this really rigid time frame each day of when you have yeah. to inject yourself. I remember one time being on Fairfax. I was in traffic we were not moving and I pulled over to a, um, a strip mall, just like some disgusting strip mall and injected my stomach and just hopped back on the road and was just fingers oh crossed. I'm going to be a mom. There is no one seeing that out of the corner oh of their eye God. thinking that has anything to do with trying to have a child. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And I, you know, What's she doing with over my the health, radio shack. Well, it's got to be heroin. <laughs> also, it in Los Angeles, everyone's heroin. like, whatever. <laughs> well, 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 look yeah. who's back. <laughs> yeah. At Radio Shack. <laughs> it's my go-to place. But yeah, IVF was, uh, it was intense. And, and Stephanie, I hid it from her for quite a while. And then um, somebody said something, or I had some doctor's appointment. And then I said, listen, here's what's going on. I was just trying to put off telling you because I wanted to, I just was scared all of it would look really unattractive. And she said that, and we were truly a month into dating. Yeah. She hadn't even, she hadn't even dated a woman. There was so much where I was like, I'm going to scare her off. And, um, and then I thought maybe we'd date for a little bit and she'd realize that she didn't want to be with me or maybe we'd date a little bit. And then this package would look appealing. Yeah. I just didn't know what to do. And so I finally told her after I had this appointment or somebody mentioned something and she said, I want to be a part of that. I want to go to the appointments with you. I wow. was just blown away. How did you tell her? Were you so nervous? Uh, yeah, I was so nervous. Hold on, hold on. Did you just pull into <laughs> yes, Radio yeah. Shack? <laughs> Whip out a needle yeah. and go, I got to tell yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Whip I want to share everything oh with God. you, you so imagine? I want you to know my favorite thing to do every day. <laughs> the employees of Radio Shack came out in gloves to help. Yeah, they started assisting. They started bringing out orange juice with a little straw in it and graham crackers. <laughs> I was very scared because she was the first person I had been with that I really hoped I ended up with. Yeah, and so. Right. It, it felt like it was all happening at the wrong time, potentially. Yeah. And we're going on eight years, so. That's amazing. There are very few people that meet someone and open with, I am currently trying to be a parent. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm so inspired by that because I'm I'm in my late 30s and like I'm single. So when you think about meeting somebody, like the last thing you want to be is like, and uh, where do you? How do you feel about having kids? <laughs> like like on the so first yeah, date, the very first date. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, because it's not a conversation where I was saying, I hope to have kids one day. I was saying, like, listen, I'm getting older. I've been really sick and I really do want kids. And I'm hoping that if my health keeps going on the right track, that I can line this up and have kids. And um, <laughs> there's nothing, like your, there's nothing like your son behind you going, timed. boring. Ugh. He like yawned yeah. really yeah. loud. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard this story Cut some before. of the words yeah. out. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Learn to edit, Mayor. So, yeah, I was very much neck deep in it all. And I also knew it was not negotiable for me because I was not in a place where I could meet somebody who was saying, I don't want kids. Cause I knew I for sure did whether it was through IVF or adoption or whatever was yeah. coming, there was nothing that was going to get me off of that path. Yeah. And um, right. luckily when I met Stephanie, <laughs> she, she wanted five kids. Oh my God. And now that we have two and then you she does rejected not her. any longer. <laughs> no, yeah. I actually, I was going for one. Yeah. And when she said five, I thought, wow, I never thought about that. But it sounded fun with her. Yeah. And so I felt open. Oh, that's cool. And then after we had twins, she said, you know what? I no longer want five. <laughs> and then I, and then I was like, but I had it in my head that we were going to have just this little family band, you know, yeah. that we were going to be a partridge family. Yeah. And then you're heading and back then, to Radio Shack behind her yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, then I started to want to adopt siblings. I thought, okay, I can't go through... <laughs> my age really started to become an issue. And I also wanted to adopt, yeah. but... um I thought that it would be fun to find a couple of siblings that were maybe, you know, somewhere between one and three yeah. or something, and then throw them into our situation and call it a family. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch Bonnie plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
I have a question that maybe this is a dumb question because I actually don't know when you do the IVF stuff. I don't know. Like it was Stephanie's eggs and my sperm. So Stephanie's yes. eggs and your sperm. Is there a, okay. do you get to decide if you're going to have twins? Is that even like, well, what we did was put three embryos. In. So then it was like likely going to be twins. It was likely going to, to be one, two, or three. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Did you ever imagine having twins? Because you knew, always knew you wanted to be a parent, but... Yeah, I always thought that I was going to be a single parent because I just had never had a trusted dating life. I, I felt like I was always... I always had a girlfriend, but I there was never any relationship that really seemed like a long-term pairing. Yeah. Were any of those relationships with someone who was also in comedy? Uh, all of them. Yeah, okay. I mean, th- whether it was stand-up or a writer or something, they were always funny people. I don't know. I had, I had Whatever led me to where I am now, I had to go through. And I, I feel like... I had to meet Stephanie and I had to go through exactly what I went through. But I just didn't see the life. I didn't see marriage. I didn't see twins. I didn't see any. I, I didn't see being on Star Trek. I That's didn't the see... one thing I always saw for you. <laughs> I was like, she is going to end up on Star Trek. Okay, life did not go where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> and all through being sick to finding Stephanie to having twins. I've really, really started to believe in, and I don't mean to turn it serious and cheesy, but trusting life. Right. And I feel like that doesn't mean that it will be positive. It just means to trust where you are and where it's headed. Yeah. And and it's and that is what I've had to do over the years because even after I was sick in 2012, I've still, and I'm, I'm actually stronger and healthier than I've been in almost eight years, but I've been in and out of the hospital. I've been in and out of surgeries. I've been in and out of monitoring things um, with doctors. And But I, in the past five months, have been healthier and stronger than I've been in years. And I've really had to believe in trusting life. And people think I say that because I'm happily married with two... two. I know he pooped. And I... Can you guys hold on one second? And this is part of trusting life. I I have... My son pooped and I'm home alone. Um, I... Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can. I hate. I well, I love that I can relate to this. Yeah, go do what you need to, to do. Okay. I fully understand this moment. Hold on. Going back to what you said about like expectations and stuff, I know what you mean, mm-hmm. like, especially as comics, because I feel like in many ways we are so cynical. But then also, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's about having kids or what, but there's like a light bulb that kind of goes off where you kind of turn a little bit away from the cynical and you're more in this frame of like, yeah, life is a journey and you find yourself saying these things to people and you can tell they're like, did you join a cult? What You didn't used to be like this. I know I didn't. I don't know. I guess that's parenthood that 
you just suddenly you're you go oh don't try to make any plans because they're it's foolish it's a foolish well, mistake and i think about all the time how, how before i had kids before i was married i i always felt like i would never move out to the suburbs i would never move anywhere other than uh the cool um area of a city to live <laughs> right. in and and we still live in a cool area of the city but if you think I'm not constantly trying to convince Stephanie to move out of Los Angeles or to yes, the suburbs yes. or the country, you're out of your mind. <laughs> if you think that I, I mean, because as soon as they were born, I did start to think, what are we doing in this town? What are we yes. doing in the, what are we doing Right. It all of a sudden made absolutely no sense. And how expensive and it is. You're like, this is insane. It's like suddenly what, you're, the blinders come off and you're like, oh, there's completely so many other you're places. Just, as soon as you bring kids in to the equation, you start to really evaluate things so differently. And it's 100% what is best for them, what is best for their future, and what's going to happen when I'm no longer here. Yeah. That, that's that's the whole plan that I'm on. I get that 100%. Because there's a part of me that's also wow. like, what is the age I feel like I need to get to to where I can then go, all right, you're on your own now. I'm clocking out. I'm out of here. Just get me to like 70. If I can get to 70, she's enough of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't have to be constantly worrying. Uh, Is that what you're no, saying? No, when I can die. When I can just die and be like, okay, you you are, <laughs> the world is now yours. <laughs> now, are you okay with dying? Are you excited to die? I think I'm more... Is this a cry for help? This is a cry for help, and that's why this podcast is called Dads. I used to want to just be 65, and I thought, well, that's fine. I could just die. And then I met Stephanie, and she's 15 years younger, and she wants us to die together. And I was trying to explain how she's going to have to die alone because yeah. I'm 15 years older with health issues. And her dream is to live to be 100. No. And I was saying, but that means I'd have to be 115. And that's just, and I just don't see that for you. I just don't see I, that for you. <laughs> I think I am going to live longer than 65. And I want to now because of her yeah. and because of our little cubs. Yeah, I don't know. I think the health thing is because I... And maybe you sense this too. You feel this need to be available to protect your children, even at a young age where obviously that's like the job. But you mm -hmm. can sort of like, as you look down the road and you think about getting older and, and, and I mean like, like getting into like 65 and 70 and stuff, you start to, you're like, oh, even though they would be adults who have to care for themselves and learn the world, you're still like, no, 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 I, no one's going to fuck with them. I'm going to still <laughs> make sure they're Which, okay. Which, by the way, 65 is 15 years away for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long no, time. 70 that's a is long, 20 years that's a, away That's a long from me. time. It it's is pretty not. Those kids are still going like to be that. silently yeah. snuggling when you turn 70. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have no doubt these guys will still be living here silently snuggling <laughs> when I'm 70. <laughs> like, they, she's still talking into that big microphone. Yeah, No, yeah. roles will be reversed. They'll be doing this. She's just in the bed yeah. back there. 
yelling at them <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, mare, like mare, mare, silent snuggling, silent snuggling, mare, mare. silence, yeah. ma and mare, ma. silent snuggling. Yeah. They're always chewing hay. Ma, ma and mare. Ma. Yeah. <laughs> You're eating. How's that? <sighs> it could be. Oh, I like. I like. I, this. I do Rory, too. How's it I going? do too. I've been. I've been studying during the pandemic to be a plant-based nutritionist. Is this true? Oh, it is. <laughs> you know, for me, it was health, and I shifted everything. And luckily, Stephanie went with me on it, and our whole family is plant-based. And it's something that if I'm not eating this way, I think I would be sick and in pain all over again. Oh yeah. All right. And so that really shifted it for me. For some people it's animals, for some people it's the environment. And I think that there has to be something tangible for you that can ground you in it. Yeah. How do you do it with, with kids? I'm always curious because I, I still eat meat, but I grew up in a meeting family and Mm -hmm. Growing up, like there was one kid that was a vegetarian, and everyone was like, "Oh, she's a vegetarian," Outcast. and it was like this thing. <laughs> now it's so much different. But how do your kids not eat meat or they anything are, when you go to someone's house or something? Like or they how does are that not hilariously happen? more hardcore than we are. <laughs> In fact, we. It is so funny. <laughs> we went to uh, my hometown in Mississippi for the 4th of July last year, and uh-huh. everybody, all the locals bring out, you know, huge pieces Pot of- Potluck. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. potluck bonfire on the beach. And, and so everyone's dragging their wood and, and their um, deep fried whatever out, out and displaying it on the tables. And we were hanging out with my family. And then I asked if my sons wanted to go over and get something to eat. And we were perusing through the options. And this man turned to Max and he said, Hey son, you want a hot dog? And Max said, "Uh, no, thanks. I'm vegan. (laughs) And he was three and a half at that time. Oh my God. So they're very cute, strict about it. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Um, well, Tig, I realized that it has been a year since oh, yeah. you and I were in the back of that van and you showed me the video of the two boys <laughs> in the pageant or whatever that show was where they just oh. stared blankly. At, <laughs> I had to tell you to like stop so I could breathe for a minute because I was laughing. The video was um, my, my sons Hi. had just started um, preschool and there was an assembly and um, they started preschool late. So the rest of the kids had already been there and had already, uh, had already been students at the school for months. And my sons joined and they had only been there that week. 
And uh, the assembly came around and all the kids. Parents are invited. They're all there. Parents, grandparents, everyone was there. And all the kids in the school knew the words and the dance moves. And some of the dance moves included dropping to the floor and staying on the floor. And then my son, Finn, was just standing there with his hands in his pockets, staring blankly at the audience while the entire class was sitting on the floor. Yes. And the look on his face is like, you guys are all insane. <laughs> like, what is yeah, going yeah, on? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Do you remember that, Ben? <laughs> yes. That was so funny. Oh, truly the, um, the funniest thing in the I back lo- of that van a year ago. I love ago. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Tig, He's... we'll let you get back to having to <laughs> wipe some butts. <laughs> it's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are very oh, cute. This is the best. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. What a delight. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our dear friend Tig Notaro giving us what a a, an hour of her time and her two boys uh. giving uh, a little bit of their time popping in and out there to say hello to us. If you if you love Tig, and I don't know how you don't, and you probably also already know this, but if you don't, get on Netflix, check out her specials. Uh, she's got one, her first one, Boyish Girl Interrupted, and then her second one, Happy to Be Here. It's truly so great to spend time with her. I mean, what a great yeah. conversation. What a great person. And her documentary, Tig, too. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. So good. Yes. And cried the whole time. Okay, Ruthie. Yeah. Right. Sorry. All right. It's okay. emotional. All right. It's, it's funny and heartfelt. And if you want more <laughs> of, uh, of Tig, uh, she's got a podcast, which we always feel very nervous recommending other people's podcasts because people then drift over there. And if they don't come back, that really hurts us. So it's true. It hurts our feelings. So check out her podcast if you get a chance. It's called Don't Ask Tig, and it's uh, full of her non-expert takes on everything. Well, that's it for our show. We'll be back with a brand new show next week. Dads, the podcast is produced by Jen Samples, Nick Liao, and me, Ruthie Wyatt. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Becton and Anya Jashik. Our theme song is by Strange Hotels with additional music by John Dannett. Special thanks to Sean Doherty. And as always, you guys can keep up with Dads the Podcast by following us on Instagram at Team Coco Podcasts. And when you get there, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. It does us a huge solid on growing our, uh, our fan base and our listenership, and uh, we very much appreciate it. After you rate, review, and subscribe, tell 400 people it's the least you could do. You have the time, and you know it. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.